I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast available on the entire World Wide Web where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. How are you, Rye? What's happening, Hoops? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, this is a special Tuesday night recording. We're going to put it out on Friday, but hmm. we are moments away from seeing Kevin Smith's long-awaited uh, sequel, Clerks 3. Hey, man! Yeah, me and the wife, Ugh. her brown eye. We're all gonna be there. What do you think? I get a bad feeling about this. Like the I little mean, hours or whatever. What was that fucking movie? The Jason Mewes yeah. vehicle that they just did. Um, there was that, and then that other one. Turkey, the movie. I think was the title of that. No, this is. I mean, you know, I'm at least trying to remain optimistic. I never do that, yeah. For fans who don't know, I mean, Clerks is a big movie for us as a team. I think so, yeah. I've said many times on this program, it's like one of the first movies that I got into in like a real way. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and now, it's so funny. It came out in like 94, the sequel, which I think is mildly underrated, came mm. out in 2006 and is enjoyable. And now here we are in 2022, about to see Clerks 3. It's exciting, isn't it? It kind of is. In some ways. Yeah. In nostalgia, for nostalgia's sake, I'll say this is, is we're on the precipice of something wonderful. But Then, then it's going to start and we're going to be like, oh, fuck, right. Kevin Smith hasn't made a good movie in like 17 years. Fuck, 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 Since fuck. Tusk. <laughs> oh, Tusk. And Red State. God, you are such a Tusk guy. It's fucked up. I mentioned Tusk in the last episode too. Like, what do we, that was three days ago. Why don't you just go ahead and mention it every episode until the end of time. I'm like we board. did with... um black hat for the better part of 2022 and now it's back yeah there it is <laughs> back hat um i mean the big news before we do anything else i think is the the emmys yes the winners welcome, did you watch any of it welcome to our emmy spectacular folks i did not see a wink of the emmys i wasn't even aware that they were airing which is a bad sign for the emmys because i'm exactly the kind of guy who would be aware mm. of them airing and if I don't know they're happening, I don't know. What's, what's like the most important Emmy? I mean... Lead actor in a... They have it separated by genre. So lead actor in a drama. Hit me. Who do we got? Ted Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Oh, Jason Sudeikis. Ted Sudeikis, yeah. Same J difference. Uh, Ted Lasso star Jason Sudeikis. He was up against Donald Glover for Atlanta, Bill Hader for Barry, Nicholas Holt for The Great. Never even heard of that. I saw the first couple episodes of season one. I didn't know that was still trucking. What is it about? Like a Batman prequel or something? <laughs> uh, basically. <laughs> uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short both nominated for Only Murders in the Building, which I shut mid-pilot. So congratulations, Jason. You've had a, a shitty year. Lead actress in a comedy? Yeah, that... Um... 
I mean, are people still into Ted Lasso? I feel like that show just kind of like everyone like shot their wad with it. And they're like, you know what? I'm fucking tired of this. I don't hate it. I mean, it's a good show. I just, it's not my kind of show. There's no violence. There's no hate. You know? I don't know how you even made it through one episode, quite frankly. (laughs) Well, How how did you become a Ted Lasso guy? I'm not like a guy, but I don't hate it. Trey asked me, he was like, why do people like Ted Lasso? And my only answer in my head was like, well, I think people like something that has nice loose ends tied up and it's feel good and it's accessible and it's about sports and it's like a likable, charming, nice man in the lead. It's just simple and clean. It's a sitcom that's too heartwarming to have laughs. And people really seem to be responding to this for whatever reason. Yeah, it's not funny. No. But yeah, like it is, it's a show, you know, I saw like six episodes, then snapped out of it. But it's I was about like, where I'm at, yeah. It's it's a cute show. I was like, I get why people kind of like this. Mm. Some decent characters, they're being charming intermittently. There's an asshole character <laughs> who has to occasionally reveal that he has a heart of gold, which is one of my favorite things that happens in movies and TV shows. But I don't know. I feel like the the shine has worn off of Ted a little bit. Something Euphoria might have also uh, be on the downswing of things, but that won six Emmys. Uh, I think night. Euphoria was awesome, actually. Mm. I like the whole, uh, now Eric Dane, his whole arc this past season was phenomenal. Mm. He won the Emmy for Best DI Reveal. Best, like, bad lieutenant-style dick reveal. <laughs> Just, oh, in his living room. Sydney Sweeney took home the Emmy for Best Boobs. Oh, great. I mean, that was a shoe-in. Everyone saw this mm. coming. <laughs> and uh, Zendaya took home the award for Best something. I'm sure Marie. <laughs> I hate Zendaya. I mean... I get her cultural importance, and I think she's a very talented actress. Class. But I think I can't get past her character in Euphoria. And I don't know. I think it's something about people that struggle with addiction that just, I see that in myself, obviously, and it makes me hate them. Her character is very frustrating. That, that whole show is like every other episode, her having like a like newsworthy unwinding and her friends and family just being like, Jesus Christ, like what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Them just trying to pick up the pieces. It's like, come on, man, get it together. Truly. And she's in the Spider-Man movies. I don't know. She's okay. I guess she's whatever. She stinks. And I don't like her. What other Emmys, what took home the award for best comedy and or best drama? Um, best. I think I'm looking at best lead actress in a comedy. It Hit was me. Jean Smart from Hacks, and she's love her so done. She's a pro. Best. Oh, it's in the actor category here. This website stinks. Just, yeah, whatever. Directing. Sure. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people upset that Bill Hader got snubbed for all his strong directing mm. work on Barry season three. They instead gave it to. Uh, I don't know, probably like the fucking whoever directs She-Hulk for her. Barry season three was some of the best television I've ever seen. It was very strong. I enjoyed it very much. Ted Lasso won for Outstanding Director. (sighs) MJ Delaney. Bill Lawrence has enough Emmys. The guy created like every other show that's ever been on TV. Let's, Let's spread some of those Emmys around. Yeah, I'm good with that. 
drama director. What? Not that I really know TV directors, but I just like to know what show it was. Mm. Squid Game for Huang Dong Hyuk. Oh, Hyuk. Ho. Huh. Huang Ho. I didn't get into Squid Game, although I love the idea of watching it. it now. Being like, I'm watching Squid Game yeah, <laughs> now, that, <laughs> now that everybody's over it. Like, what's up now? Squid Game season two is going to be such a cultural phenomenon. It's going to come Everyone, out like 2029. No one's going to even remember the first season. It's over. Completely disagree. It's going to come Ooh. out in like three months and everybody's going to like break a hole in their television <laughs> trying to watch every episode immediately. See, I feel like they haven't even begun filming it yet. Although that's what they should be doing. I have a feeling they could make a show like that in a weekend. They should. They should hire. The production value kind of sucks. Yeah. Or no, it had some stuff. Even though I didn't finish it, it was... I'll give it a I watched some it. Credit. I I fucked up and because I am a parasite, I watched it with uh dubbing instead of subtitles. You hate to hear it. And dubbing is just it. silly. It's bad. It makes anything impossible to take seriously. Yeah, it turns anything into like a Godzilla sketch basically. I hate dubbing. It, yeah, it's, it's awful. One of the most distracting things you can do to a movie. I love when people recommend like a weird German show to me and they're like, well, if you don't want to watch it with subtitles, just watch it dubbed. Are you talking, I feel like you're referring to that like time travel one that 900 people have recommended to me. Oh, The Dark. Yes. I I almost just spit my water out trying to say that. I can't get into The Dark to save my fucked up life. The Dark. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. But uh, I do believe Succession took home the prize for best drama series for its third season is this correct it is yeah succession and i believe mm, what's his face uh brian cox no star of a cameo that was uh support, made the supporting you. actor award went to uh tom the tom character matthew mcfaden oh he is good he's a scene star. he is good yeah lot nominees were basically just all people from succession except for like Christopher Walken and John Turturro from Severance. Billy Crudup from The Morning Show should have won. Billy Crudup from The Morning Show ran circles around fucking Tom. We do support Billy Crudup here at the program, and I do co-sign that. You also intentionally skip Apple Plus programming because you are a foil. It's not intentional. They just escape my mind the second I finish watching the first episode. They cease to exist after that. Because they don't do proper advertising, or I don't even know why. I, don't I love the lack of advertising. I think it's awesome. I mean, it's kind of them cool. just sneaking shows in. I gotta say, the what won best comedy? Did best comedy? No. Uh, it's just this website is horrible to navigate. Please. Um, Sydney Sweeney won best boobs. Um, best di went to um, that the older brother on the bear. I saw that coming. It's wild. <laughs> wild. The guy from Girls. Yeah. He won it. He, uh, Best comedy series was Ted Lasso. Did I say fuck. that already? No, I don't think you did. I think we were. he won for Best yeah. Actor and won Best Comedy. Best drama was Succession. I'm tired of Ted. I've had it with Ted. I want him uh, gone. Oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, so let's play Saka. <laughs> Ted Lasso. If Mark Wahlberg was on the set of Ted Lasso... Ted, what are you doing? We can't play soccer. There's agents on the field. <laughs> then uh, 9-11 wouldn't have gone down... Exactly Did you see my new day. shirt? My new Wahlberg 9-11 shirt? 
I did, and I do think it's one of the strongest garments I've seen in some time. I saw it. Like, I got an ad for it on my Etsy account. <laughs> That's when you know our phones are really listening to us. When you yeah. get an ad for like a making fun of Mark Wahlberg talking about 9-11 t-shirt. Yeah, there's AI critiquing our Wahlberg impressions as we speak. Hey, you can't even it? tell who's who. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. Do we really sound like this? I uh, I can't believe Wahlburgers is a successful franchise. Deserve to fail. I had a Wahlburger at Logan Airport once, and everything in the airport's worse. And it was just like this flimsy, thin, lifeless Thank nightmare. You. Thank you. And I'm a big burger guy. Like I'm very particular. Like I think Five Guys is shit. I mm. think Shake Shack is just okay. Ooh, and these okay. are places people fucking rave about. Like, I'm a yeah. very particular guy when it comes to a burger. That's why I'm embarrassed that Wahlburgers is a success. It deserves to fail tremendously and not be like a global hit. It's sort of a phenomenon in that way, yeah. He should have to like dress up as like the Hamburglar from McDonald's and be like, hey, it's me, the Wahlburglar. But instead, he doesn't have to do that. Instead, it's just succeeding off of the steam of... Him having a Berg in his last name, that equals you having a successful global fucking fast food franchise. Do you think that he- Fucking sick to my stomach over here. Do you here. think that he would do all of those things and dress up like the Hamburglar and admit that his burgers were shit if we got his <laughs> criminal record and assaults taken wow. away? That would be, that's like, that's what heaven seems like to me. Yeah. Like him answering for his crimes in that very specific way here on the program- I would like really... Mark, we'll get it taken off Wikipedia, Google, everywhere. Just you got to dress up like the Hamburglar <laughs> and do the voice, like your own voice, but like yeah. how we do it. And then you got to say a bunch of stuff that we want you to say on the pod. So I got this purple suit on. I'm the Wahlburglar. This is the final draft. <laughs> I believe you are confusing uh, Grimace with the Hamburglar. It's a mashup. They're all here. It's all happening, baby. And, and in hindsight, I think him being dressed up as Grimace might be even funnier. That's right. It was Donnie's idea. Yeah. And I got robbed of a lot of Emmys for Entourage. I can't believe we didn't win any. It's fucked up. Did Entourage win Emmys? I bet it did. Maybe I think it won like superfluous ones. Maybe like a Piven for best supporting actor in a Kudja slash Woodja. Wow. Uh, Primetime Emmy Award for, yeah, Piven won in 08. Piven won in 06, 07, and 08. Wow. What a different time. You had quite a little run there, didn't they? They got the Danny Thomas Producer of the Year Award for Doug Allen. I can't believe we and for everybody who produced it, Wayne Carmona, all those guys. Uh, Peabody Award to burn in hell. <laughs> they shouldn't be given awards. Jeremy Piven won a Golden Globe. Lloyd. Yeah, they they won some Emmys, mostly because of Piven. It's fucked up. And I don't even know like what deserves Emmys at this stage in the game. Although I did think it was noteworthy. Better Call Saul, which just finished its sixth and final season. Mm. didn't win one Emmy its entire run. And just to illustrate that further, I mean, Entourage is walking away with, like, that won the same Emmy three years in a row. You're not giving anything to Better Call Saul? Come on, folks. I want to be a Better Call Saul guy so bad. I just, like, I can't. (laughs) It's so boring to me. Fuck. Triple's is best. What about how much it heats up, though? 
That's what I was waiting for. I watched all of the first season and hated it. Season two gets so hot, and season three is like white hot. I shouldn't have to watch an entire season of a show I know, I'm, to, I'm, for it to be good. I feel like I'm recommending The guy. Wire to yeah. somebody. You Fuck. just got to sit in there for 11 and a half hours, and then it really starts <laughs> to heat up. Fuck, he's right. I'm not doing that. That's a day. God damn it. I'm already in my Breaking Bad rewatch. I'm deep into season two. It does heat up, though, folks. But I think that's enough Emmys talk. Breaking I mean, Bad is just like the best, second best show really ever created. Second only to Westworld. That's correct. Opinion. Yes. Westworld and uh, Run. Hmm. HBO's <laughs> Run with Merritt Weaver, friend of the show. Oh, the little show that could. Me mentioning Run two weeks in a row as well. <laughs> <laughs> just doubling down on all the bad shows. Funny. Also, Keaton won an Emmy for that uh, miniseries Dope Sick, which is dope and also sick. That is dope. We love Keaton here on the program. Love to see him winning awards. Uh, There was a whole litany of Marvel and Star Wars announcements that we're just going to blow past because it's just a bunch of fake movies and shows that'll... Yeah, no thanks. ...may or may not come out at some point. Who can be bothered? Um, What about the fact that I went and saw my first drive-in movie ever the other day. I saw that. Friend of the show, past and future guest, Dan. What'd you guys go see? We went to see Pineapple Express at the drive-in in Menden, the twin drive-in theater. (laughs) (laughs) That's an odd choice. It was like something of a weed event. They were like oh. giving away weed, so that was like the weed movie they were screening. Do you guys just have your ear to the streets with any weed-related uh, events? <laughs> yeah, anything anything with weed in the title, we, we can smell it in the air. There's beacons that go off, and we're alerted to such occurrences. But I was really charmed just being in like a drive-in theater, seeing a movie in that fashion. I obviously love that movie, big Seth Rogen guy. What's your record for amount of movies you've seen in a week? Because you're already Friday. You went Friday and last night and tonight. And then who knows? We may go to something Friday. I actually didn't go last night, although I was considering going to see Casino in the theater because it's playing at the theater right out, or right next to my work. And I was like, Casino, Masterpiece, see it in the theater? That's 7 p.m. time, though. We got a 7 p.m. movie tonight, so yeah. not ideal. But yeah, the movies, they're back. They are back, yeah. They're just airing movies that came out decades ago, but you could still go see that and have have a go. I'm a fan of mischief. But yeah, we went to uh, that, and shout out to friends of the show, uh, Kelsey, Jenna, Jess, good fun, at the Twin Drive-In Theater. But yeah, that was a goo. And also, I don't know if you saw the second Black Adam trailer. But uh, according to The Rock on Instagram, it has a absolutely incredible global response to the trailer, which oh. leads me to believe it might be even stronger than the 98% positive global response to the first trailer. Might even be looking at a 99% positive global response. Get out. I know, right? This is crazy. That's a hell of a response. I mean, when you got a property this large, the the fans come out and they say... We're responding good to this. I fucking hate him. We're responding positively. A tall oaf. I want him gone from the movies. Some Joey 
broke it down so much earlier. It was, it was like the most reductive way of putting it. Like It was like, yeah, uh, he's big and people wouldn't know who he was if he wasn't big. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's it. That's yeah, perfect. That, I should find the way you word it. Yeah, I saw that and was just like, God, you just skewered the rock in like a very succinct sentence. Oh, yeah. And it was, it's just exactly what you want to say. The Rock, we're coming for you. Your t- your days are numbered. Everyone's had it. Mm. Did you see the trailer for that new Steve Spielberg picture? The Fablemans? Uh, I did not, but mm. I think this might be a good time to give you the call sign that okay. we got to jump for okay. this flick. All right, he's had it. <laughs> he doesn't usually have enough this quite early, but we do have to make Special circumstances. We are under a time crunch. And mm. we have a very, very important film to see. It's true. But I mean, Steven Spielberg made a movie about making movies. And you love that. I don't know. That's like Ground Zero yeah. Scotty stuff. That's like your top thing. The movies. It looks very charming, delightful, and maybe even... Who's in it again? The What's-her-face? Uh, Heath Ledger's ex-wife there? Michelle Williams. Yeah, yes. yeah. She's a friend of the show. Seth Rogen plays his uncle. Queen of the <laughs> sob story. <laughs> I know she is the queen of sub story. Her work in Manchester by the sea. Hell of a pic- picture. I'm gonna roar through a bunch of stuff real quick because we do have to go to the pictures. Uh, jo- John Bernthal has a podcast. Yeah, he, he had- did that whole episode with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. yeah, I listened to it. It's a legit ten out of ten, and I'm gonna listen to every episode of this podcast moving forward. Yeah, that's something I keep forgetting to add to my queue. It's so. very good. <laughs> And also, he what's it called? Like Baroning Around or something? <laughs> something not as fun as that. Real Ones remember. with John Barenthal. Probably that. Yeah, that sounds familiar. But he also has a new Showtime series, American Gigolo, which is based on that old Richard Gere movie. I haven't seen it, but the pilot's out. Have you seen it? Um, I have not. You're like the Showtime original kid, though. I must admit my Showtime has been inactive for a while. I almost canceled Fuck. Stars the other day, too. Are you on the Stars? Do you use it? I pop up on there. You do? All right. In that case, it's worth it. But somebody's got to use it, and I myself, I don't know. I got to keep it for Hightown Season 3. Hmm. Do you, though? I think I do. Yes. All right, but we got to jump. Um, I'm excited now. Yes. That's it. I've said it. Folks, We've we'll be right back. All. We're going to the pictures. We'll be right back. Have a go. What's happening, Hoops? Wow. Emotional little number we're returning to here, right? Mmm. Not by accident. No, no. Folks, we went to the pictures to see Clerks 3, as we mentioned earlier in the program. And this here song you're listening to opens the film. In a very artful, powerful manner. Were you floored by this intro? Um, Sick. I was... Yes, I guess. I was... They they had me from the jump with this. Yeah, I like... I don't know. I'm like a... It was my an chemical interesting, romance apologist. Yes, speaking of which, a friend of the show, Logan, saw them twice in this past week. They did shows at uh, the Garden. I guess they're back. He went twice? Two nights in a row. I guess they did completely different sets. Wow, really? Big music guy. But yeah, the this picture. I like how like like right from the beginning it like separated itself from the other ones. I was like, this is a weird way to start this movie. 
and interesting. That's something I'll say about the Clerks trilogy, now that it's a trilogy of films. I like how they're all like their own movie, even though the majority of this movie is them like remaking the first movie because <laughs> Randall has a heart attack, which Kevin Smith, it famously happened to him in real life. So I forgot about that. He's used that in this storyline. Randall... Uh, I just gotta let the good part kick in. Can't shut this off without the good part. No. And then makes a movie about his life that is all the Clerks movies. And it's a reference-heavy meta charm fest that really worked on me, even though it's not particularly well done. Take it, Ang. I honestly felt like I was watching this from the perspective of Little Ang. So I was thinking I might let him do a bit of the review. Okay, that sounds lovely, actually. Hey, little Ank. Hey, buddy. Uh-oh. You sound even wilder. And... <laughs> You've never sounded littler. <laughs> You're impossibly little. Okay, you're sounding chiller. Yeah, I guess my main takeaway from this movie is that um, Kevin Smith's back and he's still got it. And this reminded me of my first viewing of the original Clerks and it just brought me back to that special place where no trauma lives in my brain. I mean, that's a good place. I like you there. I like this for you. And I hope that uh, you can find solace there for all time. It was a funny movie. It made you cry a lot. I saw that. You were sobbing. It's which true. Is good. I tried to I tried to hide it best I could, but it was there was just no no hiding it. I, I I must admit I would much prefer seeing a movie with you in tears than older boy with his hand in my crotch. Yeah. Well I'll take that. That sounds kinda complimentary and lovely. I think so. Yeah, so yeah. that's enough, little Ank, but thanks, buddy. Uh, good luck in therapy. This is. I, I thought it was great. I almost started crying at Kevin Smith did a his version of like a the movies intro. That had you? That almost got me. Wow. That's all it takes, folks. That must be kind of nice. Nice, <laughs> nice release. It's not. <laughs> I mean, maybe. You know how hard it is for me to fucking get tears? I watched a video of a rescue cat that was like brutalized to the point of it almost being dead. And mm. I like felt my cheeks tighten up. Like I like felt the feeling of like there might, it wasn't even a well up. It was like the feeling when you might well up. Mm. That's as close as I'll ever get. Really? Yes. That's like my baseline. That's me you're at just all walk, times. You're just walking around. That's your <laughs> neutral. That's that's awesome. The Incredible Hulk only. You're the Incredible Hulk like, with tears. Yeah. Like you. I was going to say The Incredible Sulk, but that's the, some other guy's bit. I would just be I was going to say that's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame you didn't come up with it. He's bad. Appreciate your integrity with that, though. In. And I was, I posted this on Instagram earlier, mm. the whole uh, Scott Tennerman must die, where he's crying. That was funny, yeah. We need to get clips of like, oh my God, Scott, your tears. Because that obviously will... Uh, yeah, that is good. That just makes too I much like sense that. not to. But uh, yeah, this movie... I think I already said it. Does it need a summary, I guess? This is the third Clerks movie. <laughs> this is uh, uh, like 28 years after the original. Mm. Third entry in the saga. Yeah. Is it's, it a saga? It's a saga. And, you know, they hit all the stuff. 
they talk about pop culture in a cheeky fashion with fast-paced Kevin Smith dialogue. There's some good bits. You were having a laugh. I had a couple big, big laughs, mm, actually. I was like, look at the kid. I was enjoying it muchly. And I think for me, the most fun parts were literally Elias from the second movie has gotten much fatter. Mm. And they had him in several very, very funny outfits. I'm not going to spoil it. I think knowing what outfits they were would ruin it. So it's going cold. That is like the whole bit they gave him. They're like, we're just going to put you in funny outfits. You're just going to kind of stand there and just be like a sight gag. Guess what? Got me every (laughs) single time. It was kind of working for me too. It was pretty funny. It didn't miss like once. I'd see him hit the stage or the screen and I lost it. And he had like a new sidecar who they made the joke like he's his silent Bob, like us sidecar who wasn't speaking i was like this is kind of funny was that the kid from like project x or something like who was that i recognized him and i couldn't place him like i was like is he like the star of red oaks like who is that <laughs> he's definitely someone i'm gonna I'm find out who he is and be like oh that's who he is i'm gonna drop the, drop the biggest one of those you've all ever heard all right let's see his name but yeah, this is movie... austin zajour the work you may remember him from Scary Stories or Fist Fight. Oh, movies that definitely exist. He did five episodes of Mythic Quest. So did I. And uh, a bunch of turkeys, including one episode of Jim Carrey's Kid Kidding on Showtime. Oh, Jesus Christ. The show that even Showtime was like, okay, enough. We can't. Okay. We're, not, we're not just going to keep going forever with this. Yeah, this kid is just like kind of a side and everything. This movie was, uh, you know, they, he really like, this was like a, they bring back everybody you could imagine from oh, yeah. the original. They're bringing back like, what's the name of the 37 woman? Veronica. Yeah. They bring her back, give her like a big extended sequence. They brought back like the that's beautiful man guy and like yeah. literally like every side from the first movie, like every single side character that you can think of. Which and, works for me. Like I'm I'm susceptible to fan service and the view askew universe like Marvel yeah, like, guys. Yeah, like it was I felt like embarrassed how much it was working on me. I'm sitting there like weeping. <laughs> like, God, is this a great movie or like the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen? I can't tell. Imagine, I don't know. Yeah, imagine being... It's working a spell on me. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, if you were 25 and watching <laughs> Clerks 3, having not yeah. lined up yourself with the other two, the other two? Yeah, I'd be like, what is this? Is this a movie? I don't yeah. even know. Basically, you'll like this if you liked Clerks 1 and Clerks 2. If yeah. you haven't seen those movies, watch them and then watch this. Mm. If you have and you didn't like them, avoid it. Simple as that. It would be funny to just watch this one without having seen the first. So Somebody's doing it now, lands. probably. Someone's sitting like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here. It's be like, are all these clips from, is this a real movie? What is this? I thought it was super cute. Uh, is it yeah, a spoiler like, to say like when they showed Randall's movie? The, the concept is that they're making the movie Clerks. The movies. in Within the movie, which is, yes. they roped you in with that right away. I mean, this movie was engineered in a lab to make me cry and what? wonder if it was good or not for the rest of time. What part, we, it's a spoiler, maybe it might be spoiler heavy. Do we want to do spoilers for a minute? I want to try to avoid. 
Like, are you talking the end? That's not. That's yeah, not. let's avoid it. Yeah. It's impossible to talk about it. And I don't, people just shut the show off. Because, yeah, this movie, they, they do some things. I was like, wow, they're, they're, they're going for it. There's this some stuff. A- you got to go in cold. I never watched a trailer for this, I don't believe. I watched the one trailer where Maybe they, a teaser. they spell out how the whole movie's Randall remaking like his life as a movie. Right. Which is workish. And they do some good stuff like his life and then like their life. Mm. It's workish. It made me want to buy a Clerks poster, which I've been figuring out where to put. And then it also made me want to rewatch Clerks and Clerks 2, like ASAP. Yes. Which is, I think, most Kevin Smith fans' impulse Mm. upon watching a Kevin Smith movie. And I'm probably going to rewatch Tusk. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, this, uh, it's weird. This isn't like properly out. I think we saw something of a sneak screening. Mm-hmm. I think this is playing for like just this week in theaters and then comes out at a later date or maybe comes I out. Think on, I think it's, I don't even know. It's like you can't go see this until Friday now. Unless you, I think that's what it is. I think you, it's, it was a pre- premiere tonight and then nothing until Friday. Okay. So if I you're think. listening to this like day of release, you can maybe see it one or two days from now otherwise like i don't even yeah i'm not 100 percent sure either that makes us the premiere well let's let me look at the movie times that's a way to solve the movie because now i'm curious i love um that it was a relatively busy house for a Mm. 7 p.m movie on a tuesday i know that's why i was even more so trying to keep my tears at bay okay so they got it no yeah no it's just out never mind we were mistaken did you get a picture or video of me crying in the theater? Nah. Oh, I th- I kind of thought you were at, at a time, and I was like, "This is fucked up," but I'm gonna let him do this. No, I did not. <laughs> I felt actually, I, this is an emotional moment on my end. Wow. I felt a tiny little bit of uh, secondhand embarrassment or like guilt. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. I looked over, and you were <laughs> soaked with tears. Like yeah. you were deep in yeah. at the that one particular moment. But I couldn't I will turn not them off. Say, and couldn't you were turn just. It off. You were welled up. I haven't seen, like, we've joked about you crying a lot, but mm. I've not seen it. Like, no. I didn't notice it. Like, I was looking for it this time. Yeah, this is big. But I was, in my head, <laughs> I was like, he can't be crying at this. And then I looked and I went, oh, fuck, he is. Like, oh, no, he's. Those aren't real. Yes, they are. <laughs> like, that kind of a reaction. <laughs> oh, tears are just falling out of his face. Yeah, oh, I find he's... it remarkable how you guys, yeah. you guys, and you're not the only one, like, Rian, Monty, like I've heard everybody talk about crying at movies and stuff. And like I'm just like the fucked up guy on medication. There's a revolution. We're all rising up. Yeah, must be nice. Like I feel nothing. Like all of us standing up in the theater with like one tear falling. I'm it's getting be married. A I'm getting married in like a week. And Hell people yeah. keep saying to me, like, are you excited? And like, obviously I want to get married. And so mm. like I can explain and understand the concept of being excited and getting married to the greatest person I've ever known Hell yeah. is as close to as ex- excited as I will get. Mm. But that just, that feeling that I really only have access to anger. That's all I've got. Mm. There's <laughs> anger and then there's Gives impatience, I guess. Like they're, they're just different iterations of anger. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's no. all I've got. Like the inside out version of you in your head, it's just an impatience and an anger, just like hanging out, yeah. shooting the shit. Intolerance, maybe. Yeah. Um, you Pixar, know. are you listening? This is a green light. It's all we've got. I never even saw that 
that movie is that the one with will smith no <laughs> it's not that's is the there anyone like, with will smith we're like all the girl's emotions are characters he's getting it but uh yeah it was uh i i'm gonna go out on a limb and say i loved it i did too i mean even if I thought it was uneven and... Uh, no, no, no. No critiques necessary. Fuck. Okay, we're not going to critique. You loved it. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, I laughed a bunch of times and I, like, wept for the entirety of the third act. So, I mean, what other movies can really... Can I say that about? The it? level of laughs that I obtained during Clerks 3, I've not met in a long time. Yeah. In a movie. I was, I was tracking that. I was like, well, kid's laughing. I had like a, a I had like a wet hot American laugh. summer side splitting like at <laughs> <laughs> a few portions. Also, did you notice how we were bothering the guy who was sitting to my right about when we were like chatting and having a laugh? We were bothering him. Not that I cared, but he, well, was, he shouldn't go to the movies alone. Then he's just jealous of our multiple decade long friendship. What up? Um, no, but I wish I had noticed because then anger could have come into play, mm. and I could have said, "You good." Yeah. <laughs> you got a you problem, pal? Me talking to my friend over here? Yeah, what the fuck? I would have gotten right in his face. Mm. We I weren't was... talking that loud. No, yeah, and I, I didn't care at all. I was too busy, like, weeping and such. But Maybe he I didn't did like notice... us. We were kind of, like, taking notes and stuff on our phones. He probably didn't like that. There was a moment where I caught his eyes. He kept, like, glancing over. He was upset, but fuck him. Who cares? He has no balls. He should have said something. Yeah. He's... And I would have said, what did you say to me? <laughs> Fuck you say to me, trainee. You could fucking try me, fatso. Also, this movie had a departed reference. Kevin Smith is like in my head, plucking yeah. my fucked up heartstrings. Also, up. can we talk for a second about how everyone in the original movies has aged like shit, yeah. except Rosario Dawson, who looks outstanding. She's looking real good. She looks better. She's a friend of the show, to and say the least. Even more so tonight after the big Instagram repost of oh our, my God. our our we posted the marquee. How you I doing? posted we both did and I posted it and tagged her and she our reposted move. it. So we are we're on our team now, basically. I don't see why she wouldn't be in the third chair right here. I don't see why she's not inviting us to the set of uh, that new Star Wars show <laughs> she's making. I can't remember the name of her like blue haired character, but we're gonna be on that set. And we're going to be having a goo. You can take that one without me, as I Fuck. am anti-Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck, but he's out. No, you're going to... Tell her to just get me a Bill Burr Mandalorian eh, action figure for eh, the shelf. Dude, I'll fucking zap you. My lovely Nia. <laughs> wow. I mean, folks, the movies? The movies. And honestly, I, we were going to do some more reviews in the special abridged uh, cooldown episode, but I don't. I didn't really watch I didn't either. We, we, I mean, it's quick. I mean, it's Tuesday. Yeah. This will come out on Friday, but it's only been like Saturday. What did I do? I don't even remember what I did, but I feel like... Radu. Radu. And I also got to mention, it's a good time to be Justin Long. Right? Cinemas right now. You can catch him in Barbarian, last week's featured review, which we both loved. And he's also in this movie. He's a big fan, or he's a big Kevin Smith guy. He's Kevin Smith puts him in everything, as We're he should. He's on somewhat of a hot streak at the movies right now. That's two home runs in a row. Yeah. Which never this happens. This maybe never even happened before. Like the two, movies are back. <laughs> two positive featured reviews in a row. 
Folks. Sounds like I need to get that The Movies tattoo sooner rather than later. You do. I'm very charmed by that. Also, do we mention Ben Affleck's Popeye in this movie and how strong it was? It was awesome, but mentioning what he does and everything I think is a spoiler because that's sort of what made it great. I'm just going to mention Kevin Smith lets him like freestyle for a bit and it was very charming and fun. I loved it. The work. I love that whole crew. By the way, Ben does not count in the in the under the umbrella of Kevin Smith actors aging badly because Ben looks fucking better than ever. He's eternal. Wearing like an awesome sweater with a good beard going. He's the best. <laughs> He's probably like, you know, him and Jayla were cooling it down. He's like, yeah, I got to do a favor for the for the kid over here. I got to pop by the set, do some improv. So awesome. <laughs> Just sit here in the car. Just best dude ever. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think that might be enough. Is that enough? And I think, I wish I knew what was coming out Friday so I could give the fans a little sneak preview of what we'll be covering next episode. But, I can't, so, could you? You gotta do better than that. (laughs) God damn it, I upset the fucking fake movie Home Alone guy. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Um, what do you have for plugs? I mean, just follow us on Instagram at Enough the Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Enough. I'm on both those platforms at Skip Seasoned. And you can follow Rye at Ankner and Ank underscore fit Nailed and it. other such items. I think you doing all of the plugs works way better than me coming in with like some <laughs> sarcastic buffoonery at the very 11th hour i have no uh i can't sanction your buffoonery as tommy lee jones said about uh jim carrey on the set of batman forever i agree about myself wow. i'm the riddler of enough the podcast does that mean i'm tommy lee jones's two-face that's fucking sick um you are poison ivy as we Fuck. decided earlier this week Fuck. and just as a last second uh treat for the fans uh, me having poison ivy is back. I have it all over my leg. I'm a seven and a half year old again. Add it and to the list of Hoop's greatest hits. Right up with no seatbelt in the car and tears at the movies and Mountain Dew. Folks, we're back. And until next time, why don't you go ahead and have a goo and bye. Listen, buddy, I gotta go. Thank you, though.